welcome to Population Health Plugin, a show highlighting current public health topics in our community and things of interest to students across the university. My name is Mina Nabavi, and I am a program manager in the Office of Public Health Practice at the UAB School of Public Health. Today we are joined by Mr. Michael Hansen, Executive Director of the Greater Birmingham Alliance to Stop Pollution, also known as GASP. Mr. Hansen just spoke at a seminar in the School of Public Health, and we wanted to invite him to the studio for a conversation for the listeners of our podcast. So thank you for speaking at our seminar earlier today and then agreeing to do this podcast with me. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Excellent. So to get us started, can you share a bit about GASP, you know, the organization's mission and vision? Yeah, sure. Um, So GASP has been around for 10 years now. We're celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year. Our mission is to advance healthy air and environmental justice throughout the greater Birmingham area through education, advocacy, and collaboration. Okay. Our vision is for a healthy, just, and sustainable Alabama for everyone who lives, works, learns, and worships in Alabama. Okay, so you're celebrating ten, your 10th anniversary, but this fight or this goal has been around for a, a lot longer than that. So for our listeners who are not in Birmingham or for those who may not be as familiar with the history of Birmingham, can you talk about Birmingham's history of air pollution? And, you know, Birmingham really grew up from the steel industry. Um, how has that impacted our city? Yeah, so Birmingham as a city is actually a post-Civil War city. It was founded around 1870 uh, when iron ore and coal and limestone and all these natural resources were discovered in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountain uh, here in the area. And so all these people moved here, and overnight this city popped up with steel mills and factories, and that's why we got the name Magic City. Um, But, of course, along with steel, iron, coal, comes a lot of pollution. So all that soot and smog that you've seen, those pictures from the 50s and 60s, it's terrible. And so actually a group of students at UAB uh, organized and uh, with the help of public health professionals at the health department and uh, throughout the state to launch an organization called the Greater Birmingham Alliance to Stop Pollution. That organization launched in March of 1970 and that's where we get our name from. Okay. It's a different group, but you know we, we love their name. And so we were inspired by them when we started our organization and we got their blessing to take their name. And so this fight that we're in has literally been going on for 50 years. And it's, but it's also built into the fabric of Birmingham as a city. It was very interesting. Uh, one of the guests at the seminar today shared that growing up in the 60s and 70s, his family didn't come into Birmingham, into downtown Birmingham area because of the air pollution. So that was that was interesting to hear. And we hear that all the time about people who in the 60s, they'd wear a white shirt and then they'd leave at the end of the day and it'd be black. Oh, wow. And covered in soot. Oh, my goodness. So industry has played a major role in the polluting of Birmingham. What are some other things that are adding to or creating to the air pollution problem here? So the main contributors to air pollution uh, are three. One is industry, which you just named. The other is um, electric uh, utilities, uh, so like the power plants. And the third is transportation, cars, trains, planes, um, and all of those three combine to make up about 90% or so of the emissions in Birmingham. But then you also have construction and the particulate pollution that comes with that and, and some miscellaneous things like 
open burning and, and factory fires. And Those sorts like of things. That. Yeah. So kind of going with my next question, you know, as an individual, me, myself, what, what can I do to reduce air pollution? So there are some small things that you can do that if we all did them would add up to a big impact. There are the things you hear about commonly, like turning out the lights if you're not using them, um, reducing the thermostat if you're going to be away for a while. You can carpool and, and, or ride a bike to work. But beyond those individual actions, there are things that you can do to support uh, local and state and national efforts. So supporting those organizations that work on these issues, I think, is one of the ways that you can have a multiplying effect and really move the needle. Right. So continue to do it on a personal level, but also work together in our community for, to see greater change or, Correct. or larger change. We've got to seek systemic change. Yes. And it takes all of us. So I know it's important that we pay attention to the air quality index, especially for those who are sensitive to air pollution, children, people with asthma, those sorts of things. How can our listeners keep up with what the air quality index is? It's a great question. Um, so the air quality index reports pollution, um, and the two primary uh, pollutants that we're concerned with in Birmingham are particulate matter and ozone pollution. That one is a primary concern during the summer months when it's warm. And so in order to find out what the air quality index is on any given day, you can go to EPA's website, airnow.gov, or you can go to our website, gasgroup.org, if you're in Birmingham, and we've got the local air quality on there. And finally, if you have a smartphone, just about every smartphone weather app will have the air quality index on there now. That's good to know. I know we've been talking mostly about air pollution in Birmingham for this podcast, but um, GASP, there are other initiatives as part of GASP, like climate change and working towards environmental justice. Can you speak about those two as well? Yeah. So one of the things that we're very concerned about is climate change because it is a public health threat. So when you've got increasing temperatures or you've got flooding or drought, all of those things create public health crises. And so... When we're thinking about climate change, that's the lens through which we look. And the way that GASP approaches it is how does air pollution contribute to the problem? And uh, one of the things that we like to do is try to educate the public about the health risk and then what it is that we need to do to fix the problem. And one of those things is um, increase uh, the use of clean renewable energy like solar. So if you if you can't afford it, uh, install solar panels on your home, that's a great way to reduce your impact. But one of the things that we try to do, and that's that multiplying effect, is we work on policy. So we're trying to improve the policy so that everyone can access clean, renewable energy uh, in a just and equitable way. And then so that that will facilitate a transition away from polluting fossil fuels. Right. Okay. And then environmental justice, can you talk very briefly about some of your work in, in North Birmingham? Yeah, so as far as environmental justice, what we're looking at there is we've got decades of compounding problems. So it's not just air pollution, it's water pollution, it's land uh, misuse, and it's also um, urban planning and, and poor design and, and lack of investment in infrastructure and access to health care and access to healthy foods. So when a group like GASP comes in, we're, we're looking at it from that holistic picture, right. and one area of Birmingham in particular that's affected is North Birmingham, where a lot of the steel mills were built decades ago, right. literally 100 years ago. And there's a few existing plants that are still 
operating today. So we've got legacy contamination from those uh, many years of pollution, but also the ongoing problem of air pollution affecting people's health today. And so our work is really about building relationships in the community, letting people know what's going on, what they can do about it, and trying to help those residents build power for themselves so that they don't need uh, a gasp, but they, they have the power themselves to t say, you know, health department, city of Birmingham, state of Alabama, this is what we want and you better deliver. Right. This is not right. So right. like you said, empowering themselves, Correct. giving them the tools to be able to exactly do that. Exactly right. So y'all y'all seem to be busy. Yeah, very. <laughs> so for students who are interested in these issues, are there opportunities for them to get involved? And what would you recommend to them? Yes, there are always opportunities to get involved. Um, every semester we have internships available. Um, they are typically unpaid if you're getting class credit. That's a great way to... Um, to come in and work for us and get that credit. But um, the opportunities really depend on what the student's looking to do. So what their skills are, what their um, field of research is, or what their plans post-graduation might be. Um, it's everything from working events uh, and spreading the gospel of clean air, as I like to say, to um, helping us with research and collecting data on air pollution, on policies that work, policies that don't work. Um, we have opportunities for people interested in, in going into law later on, like if you wanted to do a, a clerk uh, position. Uh, it just depends on what the students are looking to do. So there's something for everyone, it seems. There is something for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being here, doing the seminar, and, and doing this podcast with yeah, me. Really thank appreciate you, Nina. it. And thank you for listening. Please tune in next time for another episode of Population Health Plugin. 